<laughs> what do you what do y'all think about that out there? <laughs> let us know. Let us know what you want Miles to do tons of voices with the spooky filter. Let us know what type of uh, impressions you want to see. <laughs> I'm still going to do this though no matter what you say. If you hate it, it's too much fun to not do it. So No, I'm saying happen. having you do it in like impersonations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, go ahead. You can, we'll you tell me you can't do that as Al Pacino? Give me a fucking break. <laughs> High on horror. I don't know. I can't do Al Pacino. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we are here today to talk about Halloween Kills, the surprisingly pretty polarizing Halloween Kills. A lot of people out there did not like it very much. Um, and But we will get into all of it. I guess we'll just do a, like a little non-spoiler uh like just overall thoughts and then just do a little not step by step but just kind of like what we liked what we didn't like what we thought worked what we didn't think works balls deep is what you're looking for yeah all all sorts of sensual (laughs) 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 we're gonna make sensual sweet love to this movie (laughs) some of us are (laughs) yeah I, well, I don't think any of us are going to be... We're not blind. <laughs> like, there's there's definitely <laughs> issues with this movie. But it, uh, we st- I still think we all enjoyed it. Yeah, it was not a bad movie. I en- Like, it wasn't a great movie, but I didn't think it was as bad as everybody's saying it is. I listened to an almost four-hour podcast <laughs> about it the day after it came out, and they did not like it. <laughs> I was like, they had a lot to say. <laughs> We are not going to give four hours to this. I was going to say, I can't wait to go hand-to-hand with those people and tell them why they're fucking wrong. If you're out there listening and you're like, I can't wait to hear these three shit on Halloween Kills, turn this shit off right now because you have bad taste in horror. I don't know what you want out of a slasher, but you need to go ahead and pull your head out of your ass. We went and started off on the wrong approach. If you went to a Halloween film and you're like, I can't wait to see a great plot about a man who doesn't speak and kills people with a butcher's knife. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, he's wearing a fucking William Shatner mask. Like, what? what is your deal? Like, what exactly? I just want to know, like, what was your expectation for this film? I guess it is less intimidating when you think about it as like, the oldest man in space is stabbing everybody. <laughs> the oldest man. I forgot he went. I was like, where is it going with this? Yeah. Not like we, didn't, X. we didn't watch Jason X. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Let's let's get into it. So, I, by the way, I don't even think we said hello. I'm Chris, and obviously Miles is our vocal master over here. Hello. Um. Okay. 
first and foremost, I watched Halloween 2018 right before I went and saw this movie. And I had only seen it, I think, one time in theaters. And I remember thinking, like, this movie was good, but, like, not definitely not my favorite. And I'm a fan of the first Rob Zombie Halloween a lot. Like, that, that movie had me shook in theaters when I was a, when I was a teen. And so... A lot of my comparison points would be that and, you know, I don't even really compare 18 to like the OG. I compare it to like Halloween H2O or like Halloween Resurrection. Some of like the more like early 2000s Halloween films. Well, no Um, wonder you liked it. (laughs) No, I, well, I didn't really like 2018 is what I'm saying. So like, I, I mean, I didn't dislike it. I just didn't think there was a lot of hype around that movie, which I did not think it was warranted. So mm-hmm. that's where my like bar was going into this. Cause I was like, okay, like I probably, it'll probably be all right. But well, I'd say the hype was warranted. I think they just fucked it up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I, that. And that is like, that movie was like a little, di- I walk out of the movie theater pretty disappointed, even though I don't think it's bad. They just advertised it. Like it was going to be the shit. And I'm like, Oh, this is like a, Kind of run-of-the-mill Halloween movie, just modernized. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it didn't blow my fucking mind. Yeah, and there it had some cool parts, too, and there were some really good kills. Like, not taking anything away from it, but... Yeah, it's not the worst. It's better than Resurrection. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of Resurrection and stuff, so, like, the timeline, I am pretty confused what John Carpenter did here because I'm pretty – isn't it resurrection when Jamie Lee Curtis's character finally dies in the franchise? hmm So, like, she's alive in these two. So yeah. So did these, it, like, resume you, after two? Did you not understand any of them? No, no, no. They're not related at all. This t- yeah. All of this takes place after one. Mm-hmm. Like, only the first one happened. Which kind of makes a lot of the stuff that happens in this movie really fucking crazy. (laughs) But, like, aren't there characters from the other movies in Halloween Kills that aren't the first one? No, they actually... I thought the same thing, Miles. Like, specifically the the nurse that said she was related to... Like, not related, but she was working with Loomis. And Josh had to clarify this. I think it was Josh. Naive lamb. Yeah, all of this because <laughs> because I knew Tommy and Lindsay. Obviously, they were the kids from Halloween '78, um, the little boy and girl. But that chick was a nurse that was in the car with Loomis when um, they were like driving around trying to find Michael. See, I thought she was the nurse that's in that meme where Michael's behind her and he stabs her, and like the oh, action no. is a surprise finger up the butt. And <laughs> I love no. that meme. Surprise finger. Up the butt. <laughs> Yeah, that's the nurse from two. This is the nurse that goes with Loomis when Michael escapes in the first one. And then she's the nurse at the beginning of H2O that yeah. that Michael kills. So this is her third time returning to the franchise. <laughs> As the same character. In two different timelines. <laughs> okay, so everything that happens after the first one is erased. And then 2018 comes out. So it's literally Halloween, Halloween, Halloween kills. That's the official yeah. thing. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's so stupid. <laughs> yep. Why did they should have called it Halloween Returns? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that would have been. Uh, that's a huge missed opportunity. <laughs> or what I suggested on my Halloween commentary last year on my show, Four Nerds by Nerds, Halloween Daddy's Home. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, yeah. Okay. That that should have been the name. <laughs> I'm salting. There's there's time. <laughs> Halloween: what? The Return of John Carpenter. <laughs> I think like one of my one of my like sort of issues with the two new ones, eighteen and uh, kills. I think the Blumhouse is just kind of like it kind of like waters the the story down a little bit, like just like waters the film down. I mean, the kills are fucking awesome in this movie in particular, but like, it's just yeah, like, I do think the Blumhouse, like aesthetic, like the way they shoot films, it's a, it's very different compared to like the rest of the Halloween movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How does Jason Blum get all these really good contracts and stuff? If honestly, let's be real here. Most of the Blumhouse movies kind of blow. They're just low budget. That's that's the thing. Like they they make high profits compared to their low budget, so that's why they just keep are able to keep churning them out. Even if a movie's a piece of shit, if it costs seven million dollars and then it makes fifty, that's a that's still a pretty decent profit. Or when it costs ten million dollars, like Halloween, and then makes fucking nine hundred million dollars. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, I I listened to a really interesting podcast. Um, it's from Future of Film with Alex Stoltz, and they interviewed Jason Blum, and it was like the episode's called "The Business of Blumhouse," and it just kind of talks about like what Josh was just saying, like just literally throwing things at the wall, and even if one of them sticks and they lose, you know, some money on the other three, like one blows up, like say The Purge, for example, um, like that that just turned him into a force in terms of filmmaking in the horror genre. And you know there are some good Blumhouse movies, but like as a whole, that that studio. When I see Blumhouse, I'm not like, oh, this is gonna be terrifying. <laughs> For Christmas last year, my sister got me a Blumhouse box set with like 17 movies in it, and I'm like, all right, all three of these movies are gonna be pretty good, and then the rest, uh, do I need to watch uh, J Lo like make out with a 21 year old and the boy next door? Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's weird when you get one and it's like, this isn't really a horror movie. <laughs> like, it's just like a suspense movie or whatever. It's like, hmm, the floating chair logo in the beginning has me fooled. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so let, let's get into this movie. Yeah. Uh, non-spoiler, like, quick thoughts. So, as a whole, I really, really enjoyed this film. Like, I thought the kills were super inventive and super fun. It was super brutal. They did a great job of making Michael this like unstoppable force, which I, you know, he's a lot of people are saying like he's more like Jason Voorhees in this movie, but I, I like that. I think that's cool. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing we haven't seen before. So the fact that some people are saying what's happening in these films is like unbelievable. I'm like, we've seen him go through worse. Like, (laughs) Part four is like my second favorite next to the first one. And at the end of that movie, he gets lit up like a fucking Christmas tree by a town full of people with shotguns, falls down a well that they then throw dynamite down. And guess what? (laughs) That motherfucker's back in the next one. (laughs) So now I'm getting fucking shanked prison style and beat up in an alley. I'm not really going to believe that he's gone for good, especially when you already fucking announce a sequel. Right. Yeah, like it, it I don't want to say what the ending is. We'll get there, but yeah. like overall, yeah, it's, it's a, lot a more Halloween movie. 
Yeah, like, it's a Halloween movie. If you like Halloween movies, there's no reason that this one is different from any of the others. It really sticks right in the median. Not bad, not great. Like, the first one's great, and then, I don't know, maybe a couple other ones are pretty good, but this is just right right down the middle for me. Mm-hmm. I also, I feel like people should allow themselves to like this movie because yes. the strong parts are strong. And the decent thing about all the stuff that is, like, to be disliked about this movie is all shit that you can see, oh, this was just thrown in here because of this. Mm-hmm. And, like, political shit that they, like, threw yeah. in. Like, all this, like, social commentary. None of it lands at all. So if you just kind of, like, be like, yeah, I know why they did that, but it just didn't work. Then you do, you could you could even edit it all out. And it would yeah. be like you could still have a salvageable movie here. Like the stuff that they threw in that sucks. It's like it sucks so bad. It's just unnecessary. It doesn't help the plot along at all. It doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. But all the well, stuff that is good is fucking awesome. <laughs> something that like not really related to the actual film itself, but I thought was really cool. And I don't know if you guys saw this, but Jamie Lee Curtis's uh, mother played the uh, main character in Psycho. And yep. she wore her, she dressed like her on the red carpet premiere for yeah. Helen Kills, yeah. which I thought was sick. That was fun, yeah. She's in H2O as well. She plays her secretary. Oh, and, she's, and she's dressed like her character from Psycho, and she drives off in the same car. That's pretty dope. I love those yeah. little nods, man. That's awesome. That's why Jamie Lee Curtis got the role in the original Halloween is because John Carpenter loved Psycho so much. So he's like, you're her daughter? I'll, t- I'll take you <laughs> like right this way. <laughs> See, That's this awesome. is why we asked Josh to lead this Halloween episode because me and Miles were like, I'm pretty sure Josh knows like everything there is about Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> if by lead you mean just drop some knowledge once in a while, then I am the best leader in the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um. Are we going to go into spoiler territory now? Like, what else do we have to say that's general? Because without details, it's kind of hard to be like, oh, I liked yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, we'll just go full spoilers and we'll just fucking throw questions around to the group and see what people's thoughts are on certain aspects of the film. Alrighty, listeners, you've been warned. Here come the spoilers. Strong scenes that were not just kills. I really, really liked Tommy Doyle's uh, monologue on stage when and like how all of the you know survivors were like drinking together at that talent show. I thought that was sick, and it was chilling. Like I legitimately thought his monologue about Michael was like it. It reinvigorated the the bo- the boogeyman idea, you know, because mm-hmm. most of eighteen is like Laurie's like I'm gonna fuck this guy up. she's like i've been waiting for him i got landmines outside like (laughs) it's like okay uh we're supposed to be scared of this guy it was i thought it was i thought it was pretty good and i feel like that is a lot of like the movie is that there were just like if you tweak the script just like a minor bit it would be like perfect everything's just like like has a little hiccup in it somewhere throughout the movie, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And his speech, like there were just some some things I'm saying, like just drop it, like that that part didn't do it, or the way they kind of like incorporated flashbacks. I was I like, li- we're, I liked the flashbacks with, actually, though. Yeah, but we're twelve movies in at this point. I think, like, if you if you know this movie, you should fucking be able to. No, I, I liked I liked it, some though. of the new flashbacks. I'm talking about flashbacks to just actual like. 
movie footage. <laughs> oh yeah, okay, that that's fair. Just be like, like the- here's this image of Tommy from 1978. Do you remember this kid? He was there. <laughs> <laughs> See, I actually was super thankful for those because I've seen 18 once. I've seen this one once. And the last time I watched a Halloween movie in general was like 14 or 15, 2014 or 2015. So I'm like super not sharp on anything Halloween at the moment. So like all of the like, oh, hey, that is good for me to know for this movie. I didn't think there was any knowledge I didn't have coming into this. Mm-hmm. That's true. I am like a super fan of Halloween's. <laughs> yeah, I understand. And I like some of the other nods. Like you know, unfortunately, it was during like the whole hospital scene, which I think, majority wise, like <sighs> in general, everyone was like, "What the fuck is happening right now?" But um, I like all the one. The... I'm sorry. All of that stuff. Anything like that in the movie? It's just like, why are you doing this? <laughs> like, like, like nothing they tried to do was right because they would constantly contradict themselves. They'll be like, you see this? See how people act? That's not okay. And then the next scene they're like, but it is if you actually find the right person. <laughs> like, right. Once they got Michael, they were like, oh, no. Mob thing's still a good idea. We were just doing it. <laughs> we, we, just had, we had poor leadership skills until Karen showed up. <laughs> she really fixed this place up. <laughs> well, I I was going to say, uh, just like the thing from the hospital scene, one tidbit that I really liked was I liked that the one kid who got impaled in 18 on the fence, like I really liked the scene where his mom saw his body in the <laughs> uh, in the morgue or whatever. I thought that was cool. Like, cause Morgues I, have no windows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they definitely don't have open windows to dead bodies, dead bodies with their old man dicks out. <laughs> like they, they have a scene of Andy Manichek, who's supposed to be seventeen in this movie, even though she's twenty eight in real life, and she, the background behind her, out of focus, is a dead man on a table, just a fucking big feature of his dick. <laughs> It's like, why don't you have a blanket over his dead? They don't just leave naked bodies out for everyone to see. <laughs> I mean, I missed that, to be fair. But, yeah. I'm Morgs, glad I missed that. No windows. <laughs> no, nope, I'm going to send you a screenshot. I think it, like. <laughs> it was Dr. Sartain's wiener. <laughs> no, thanks. You're getting it. <laughs> so, um. Oh, thanks. Thanks, Josh. Uh, <laughs> the, uh. Every, like. If you ever play Fallout New Vegas, there's things that, like, affect everybody in the town, and, like, you get their opinions on it, and uh, Everybody Hated It popped up when I watched the whole, like, the whole hospital scenes. Like, any scene, everybody fucking hated that shit. Yeah. 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 I mean, it was completely unnecessary, and when I watched it the second time on Peacock, I fast-forwarded through that, and I was like, this movie's so much better without that 15 minutes of bullshit. (laughs) They They were running around like zombies. (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> they were <laughs> my chief complaint of the hospital scene is jamie lee curtis yeah, yeah. she she i feel like i don't want to beat a dead horse but i feel like especially like the character dialogue is the like most like some people are like complaining about the story I feel like it's the <laughs> script. I feel like every like uh, most of the dialogue in this movie is just garbage. 
Call me call me a hater, but like I'm so checked out on Jamie Lee Curtis at this point in in this series. Like I was strongly advocating for her to be killed by Michael in this one and then having the granddaughter take up the mantle to like kill him in Halloween ends. I'm telling you, I will put money on it right now. She's going to tackle Michael Myers off of a waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably not wrong. That's what's that It's totally plausible. <laughs> Did you guys see who one of the people who wrote this movie was? Danny it's McBride. A, uh, Danny, Danny McBride. Yep. yep. I, that dude, like, for being such a fucking buffoon, he is really getting involved in the horror scene because he, like, he participated in Halloween Covenant. Also, not a great movie, but like, I don't know. An I'm Alien surprised. Covenant. That's what I meant. Alien. <laughs> I was saying? like, I haven't even heard of that one. Yeah, Halloween Covenant. <laughs> Halloween Covenant. Fan film? It, yeah, it's a fan film. Uh, I made it. It's uh, it's very bad. Uh, no. You got Danny uh, McBride on board. <laughs> yeah, it's, he's he takes any role. He really does. No. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I like. I don't. I'm learning to not despise him because he's like just because he's involved in things that I enjoy. I feel like a lot of the good comedy in this movie was largely in part from him uh specifically well i won't i won't talk about my favorite scene just yet um what'd you guys think of the the fire scene in the beginning (laughs) he went john wick on those motherfuckers i loved it Uh, i mean honestly i wish they had not shown that in the trailer like they they really they gave us a lot in the trailer they gave us that and they gave us the the car scene with all of the you know the throwback characters yeah, I didn't expect that to get as brutal as it did. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. I the when the guy had the uh, the power saw and he's trying to get him, and Michael just redirects it and cuts him. I was like, oh my god! And the guy's spraying him with a fire hose. And he's just walking straight towards him. <laughs> yeah, was, that that didn't move him back at all. I'm like, this this hose is not as strong as a fucking fire hose would be. <laughs> He act like he was getting shot with a super soaker. <laughs> it's I had the same complaint about that scene as I do with all Bruce Lee movies and John Wick movies and all that shit. If like four people attack him at the same time, they've won. But instead, they're like, you know what? It's my turn. Here I come with an axe. Like, no, <laughs> <laughs> stupid, bad idea. Yeah. You just watched him kill like four people. Well, the problem with that too is that there is scenes with the firefighters and in the end fight scene where he is killing people and you can see people in the background just standing there. just watching like, yeah like at the in the end fight scene he's like slashing one dude's stomach open and there's a guy t- behind that guy you can see full frame who's like gripping up on like a fucking shovel that he's holding <laughs> but he's just like kind of like yeah it's gonna be my turn next. Fuck it, I take him. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> all right, everybody, one at a time. <laughs> like, did you not? Do you not? Especially, it's all right. It's acceptable. I mean, these firefighters—they did not expect this. These other yeah. people went looking for trouble, and it's like, <laughs> did you just forget two seconds ago when you all beat the shit out of him at the same time, and then he went down? Bro, just well, that, keep doing that. Yeah, that's that's a part that bothered me though. I'm like these firefighters, like firefighters are no joke. Those guys are in great shape, and Michael just cuts through them one by one like nothing. But when he fights Laurie Strode, she's got fucking super strength. Like right. she stabs him, and he's like, "Time to let you go." 
It's like, all right. And I mean, maybe it's, you know, canonical because of their spirits being linked or some shit because of his first murder spree. But yeah, I was like, damn, he just he dispatched. And like when when you see the house later after it's completely burned down, it's like not just the five firefighters who watch die, but like 20 fucking firefighters are dead. There. Well, they said nine people, right? I think there's a nine. Yeah, I thought it was 11. 11? I think it was 11. I could be It's wrong. 11, and wrong. there was already four dead bodies there. So there was seven firefighters that he killed. Anyway, so that was a pretty fucking dope scene, though. That's a good way to start the movie. Like yeah. the first. Time I don't you see think Jason. that guy would have really revved up that giant <laughs> saw thing, though. Like, what if he had killed them? And what are you gonna tell people? Like, <laughs> yeah, this man walked out of our burning building, so I cut his fucking head off. With a giant saw. <laughs> At that point, though, he had pickaxed somebody in the eye. Like, it is Halloween night. You are expecting people in costumes. Like, you're like, oh, I couldn't tell you had a mask. He looked real scary. They'd be like, yeah, Phil, it was Halloween. <laughs> you just killed this guy. Dude, that shot with him framed though, with all the fire behind him. It's pretty fantastic dope. shot. Like I, I love that. And I love the opening credits of the pumpkins on fire too. I thought that was cool. <laughs> so many pumpkins. <laughs> so Dude, many pumpkins. I, I watched this at 4 PM on like a when or a Thursday or maybe a Friday. It was on Friday. I watched this at 4 PM <laughs> on a Friday. Best time to watch a horror movie because there are no high school kids in there yet. And like no little kids are going to be there. So, but the problem was because there were, uh, four couples, so eight people plus me, nine people in this movie theater. They all thought it was cool to just talk at full volume to each other while we're watching <laughs> the movie. Uh. Fucking bullshit, dude. Like, I was getting so fucking mad because they weren't talking about the movie. They were like, are you – do you have to go to this place after this? Yeah, I do because <laughs> it's important. And I'm like – are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, <laughs> I wish Michael Myers was here. <laughs> right? I kind of did. So, yeah, don't, go see a movie at 4 o'clock on Friday. It's the best time it to go. It is pretty dope. Yeah, I've done that before. It is pretty nice. That's why I saw Venom. I saw Venom at like a 1 p.m. show. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about, we'll, we'll skip the whole like mental patient thing. Um. I do want to mention Tommy getting old Huckleberry off the bar. Yeah, he just stole that man's bed. <laughs> um, they kept motioning to that man, the picture of that man's father, like he was some sort of returning character that I was away. thinking that the whole Mm-mm. time. I'm like, nope, who the hell is just, this? I have no idea. He wasn't. He, that's not a character from any of the movies. <laughs> uh, so then we get the the first hunting party with uh, was it Lindsay, Marion, Vanessa. Marcus and uh, I think that's everybody, right? That's that's car one. How this do you remember these people's names? <laughs> well, I remember so Lindsay, but I'm I'm looking at the uh, wiki page, just making sure I get, I get <laughs> this right. But um, that that whole scene from start to finish was sick. Real quick, yeah, that was pretty terrifying. When they're at the bar and they say somebody's in the car, and it's like that lady's car. He walks towards the car with the baseball bat and just smashes her car. <laughs> like, what a dick. There's no reason for that. What? <laughs> when when that car first wrecked, I was like, damn, I'm like, Michael, why did Michael just wreck that BMW? <laughs> and why did he change the radio station? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that, okay, so that character real quick. 
I don't remember him at all. And if he wasn't in the movie, it would have been a better movie, right? Yeah, he didn't need to be yeah. in there. He's in uh, He's at in the beginning 18. of 2018 when they go yeah. to the the asylum to see Michael. He's the He's one that's one got the, guys the umbrella. Yeah. And, and they say, like, he freaks out if you have your shoes untied. He looks like the penguin from fucking Batman. <laughs> he does. Yeah, Not I don't Colin Farrell, anybody. though. I would say he's important to the plot of the movie, but the plot, the part of the plot, that is not important. Yeah, yeah. no, he is. He's not important at all. I was shocked <laughs> when this <laughs> plot line emerged. <laughs> I was like, this is interesting. <laughs> 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 I was like, don't, not sure I like this part. <laughs> Did anybody laugh out loud when Marion like tried to shoot him with that last round? And she's like, "This is for Doctor Loomis." And it just clicks, and he fucking <laughs> destroyed her. Because I was cracking up at the theater. I was like, "You are the worst." Like the guy in the back seat's like, "Just drive, please, just drive the car." <laughs> She's like, I'm just going to shoot out every single window so he has easier access to us. <laughs> yeah, that was so goddamn. She was, he was directly on top of the, You could see the knife. You know exactly where he's standing on top of a car, not a bus, a car. You just shoot straight up. Just <laughs> bam. Anyway. I always love how they do that in movies, too, and no one ever reacts. Like, if you shot a fucking gun in a car, like... You'd all be deaf. <laughs> That's like, true. You're not a hearing protection. Oh, yeah. The the scene later on when Allison goes into the house and shoots a shotgun point blank in a closet, I was like, and the, like her boyfriend doesn't even react at all. Like, he's yeah. just standing there like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, you mean the girl who one hand shoots a shotgun who's definitely never shot a gun in her life and weighs like 85 pounds? Right, like, dude. that would have put her on her fucking ass. She's holding <laughs> an industrial-sized flashlight underneath it. She ain't got a good grip on that thing. It's going to come up and break her fucking nose. <laughs> and in that same house, probably my favorite part is when the two dudes from Mad TV were a gay yes. couple. Oh, oh dude, my I was God, like, yes. this is awesome on so many levels right now. <laughs> I wish Michael McDonald, that's the the taller one, I wish he had put in a, like a more serious acting performance. Though. Like, they were the comedy relief, and I liked that. I just hated it like, when his, his the love of his life gets murdered and he finds his dead body and Michael's in the same room looking out the window. He... Stands straight up, almost like he's fucking hypnotized by Michael, and goes, Michael, you've returned home. <laughs> and then it zooms out as Michael walks across the room and kills him. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he said it like it was a soundbite for a trailer. Dude, my favorite part of the whole movie was those two. Like, legitimately, they <laughs> big, were. Big John and Little John. Yeah, and yeah, as they're clearing the house, John. remember when he goes, he goes, I've got this knife. And I've got this knife. <laughs> <laughs> little knife. Two, two things. Two things. One, if you're both named John, you're not going to confuse yourself with the other one. So why were they calling each other Big John and Little John? <laughs> Especially when you're the only two people in the house. <laughs> right, exactly. It's hilarious. But, yeah. like, okay. So when Big John fucking died and he stuck his thumbs in his eyes and shit, I was hearing him in my head going, and I fucking hated Suicide Squad. <laughs> I liked I how like... he got him, like, under his armpit, like, straight in. I thought that was yeah. a cool... Yeah, oh, that was... So... I've never seen Oof. that before. Yeah, that, that was, was intense. gnarly, bro. 
And uh, I, I will say also, jumping back for just a second, uh, the scene when they're all in the car and first of all, when the nurse guy wraps the freaking uh, – Thing around Michael and he's choking him out and then Michael just like slowly turns and looks straight at him and just absolutely that destroys cool. him his his death was fucking brutal yeah he like stabbed him up into the like in his eye oh <laughs> like oh. up in his cheek oh my god <laughs> oh my god yeah Michael's just fucking like single-handedly one by one kills seven people in a row <laughs> when he kicked the door into that chick and Dude. she shot herself in the face. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was straight out of John Wick. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. I, that like, You guys keep talking about how there are original kills in this movie, and I'm having a hard time thinking of any that are original maybe other than that one. They're original to this one. The, the light, the light uh, fluorescent light tube stab in that one chick's neck. I thought he did the same thing in the last movie, but apparently not. I was like, "Wait, didn't he just do this in 2018?" Like, no, that was in the commercial for this one, where uh, they showed okay. way too much. Also, the boyfriend kill at the end with the banister. That was yeah, pretty cool. I loved it. I wanted him no. to die so bad, and when Me he too. gets off him, and I'm like, "All right, he's still at least paralyzed," and then Michael's walking down the steps and just stops, turns, just looks at him, and turns his fucking head around, dude. I was like, yeah, let's go. They like tried to redeem amazing. that character. I was like, nah, need yeah, to die. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck it. <laughs> Wanted you dead since the second I laid eyes on you. <laughs> <laughs> you made your place, Bonnie. <laughs> Rotten so, your, uh Josh, you were saying that your problem with 2018 was that like he was just like a mindless killing machine. So why did he... the therapist drive him to go and chase jamie lee curtis and stuff and what's crazy is they like word for word said what you said in this movie where he was like no he's just a mindless killing machine but it was the crazy therapist's fault yeah well i think it's because so many people were like this doesn't make how did this get overlooked this doesn't make any fucking sense and so they had to be like oh yeah he's not because the only reasonable thing for that would be to be if they were still related. But we've made such a big deal about they're not related anymore that we can't just do that plot twist again in the next movie. <laughs> I, like, yeah, imagine look- that. Imagine if Halloween ends, they're like, and guess what? He's your brother. And she's like, <gasps> be like, yeah, we knew this. 32 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I will say uh, one thing that I noticed on second watch is when Big John and Little John are both dead and they find uh, Allison and Bonnie find um, them like laid out dead. Like it pans to this picture. They're holding each other. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it pans to this picture where they're doing the same thing, but in reverse positions. And then like Michael... Michael's got a soft spot for him is what yeah. I'm trying to say because he laid them carefully out to look like that again. Oh, really? Because all day today people have been saying online that Michael Myers is now a homophobe because he killed the gay couple even though he killed 28 other people in this one movie alone. He's right. a human phobe. <laughs> all of different sexualities, races. Like, it don't matter what your creed status. is. Like, yeah. It would be... <laughs> homophobic if he was like sorry i can't kill these people (laughs) like Mm -hmm. i don't kill gay people (laughs) (laughs) yeah like the 
the old couple at the beginning was kind of cool too. I got invested in them super fast knowing I shouldn't. And like the old guy was the drunk uncle in Rescue Me. Yeah, Rescue Me. Lenny Clark, he's fucking great. He's pretty good. Yeah, and like I just felt like I had seen the whole scene before though where he just like stabs and smashes the guy's head and then stabs at the light bulb. But you're saying that was all in the trailer? Yeah, a lot of that. But luckily they did add more stuff cuz like from the trailer, I'm like, well, there's all of it. And it's like, no, this movie's a lot more brutal than the trailer and makes it out to look like... Because I really like that scene where mm-hmm. they turn the bathroom light on and he and immediately he smashes, smashes the bulb. I was like, yeah. oh, shit. Like, that was genuinely fucking, like, creepy. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. scary, I thought. And then when he, like, came crashing through the window and grabbed him. Yeah, then they show you pretty much the rest of that scene in the trailer until he's when he puts, like eight knives into his back dude yeah the knife yeah. testing scene <laughs> that was intense yeah he's just that what he, he throws doing? his body up on the counter and then just that's what gra- i thought one by doing. one grabs a knife shoves it into his back grabs another knife shoves it into his back <laughs> like and it just goes on as his wife chokes on her own blood and gasps her last breath and watches as her husband's so brutally fucked. stabbed over and over again like so the yeah. horror in this movie is effective Mm-hmm. He was. I don't think it was testing. effective at all in 2018. I think I don't think yeah. 2018 is scary at all. I feel like this movie was pretty fucking intense. It had me yeah. fucking like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. There were parts where I jumped, like uh, in particular the one where um, the son of I think his name was Lonnie looks up and he's got blood dripping on his face and he sees his dad like crushed up in the crawl space and then Michael charges him out of that closet. I fucking jumped out of my skin at that point. <laughs> yeah that made me jump too dumb fucking dad though like this whole time we're like we yeah. have to stick together and fight him and then he's like you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna go <laughs> die real quick yeah i'll stay here off screen <laughs> i got i got this <laughs> i'll see you at the I, finish line son <laughs> i've done nothing but see him fucking kill everything in sight <laughs> for the last 40 years but I got to go mano y mano. <laughs> well, I think that pretty much covers all of the kills up to the ending, which we need to, we have to talk about the ending. I think before, right before we talk about the ending, we didn't talk about the, the flashback, the new flashback scenes. Right? Oh yeah. Okay. Which were actually pretty cool, except for the fact that the storyline element that they jam in there could completely be erased. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. What the fuck are they trying to say? Like, there's corruption in the police force? Like, Michael wasn't wrongfully arrested. He, he killed <laughs> fucking six people. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, and like the... Like, am it, I so, if they had blown Michael's head off, like, we, they had to make a point that they stopped that from happening, like, what am I... Well, if they had done it, am I supposed to think they're bad, corrupt police officers? Like, no, people I want that alive. monster off the street. Like, <laughs> I don't give I, a fuck. <laughs> I think it's going to be more important in the next one because the, the that guy that shoots his partner, like, he ends up in the hospital for the rest of the movie. Why would they give us the drama of his, like, determination to kill Michael yeah. without payoff? Like... That it's definitely an installment. This is in, in mm-hmm. no way possibly yeah, but the where end. Where is that gonna go? It's not like Michael's the type of character that's gonna come back and be like, "I know what you did. Like I got dirt on you. I'm gonna ruin your life." <laughs> like he's not like I know what you did last summer. He's fucking yeah. Michael Myers. <laughs> like nobody else is gonna come out and be like, 
I know you got a serial killer on the loose, but he shot his partner on accident <laughs> 50 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you also notice they threw that little bit in that, like, Lori's like, yeah, uh, like, they, they hint to the fact that he was uh, Karen's father because they had, you know, had a little, little clown time little at some thing. point. <laughs> yeah. They were in an entanglement. Now, I heard, a, I heard people complaining about Jason Blum saying that like he the formula he's figured out is put political shit like put social commentary shit in my movies that way they can't be criticized like so if you say it's like bad or stupid then people will be like oh you just a like with the Michael Myers thing like oh you put the gay people in and then they're like oh you're a homophobe but like they put in they try to like shove police corruption in there to be like oh yeah like if you don't like our movie, then I guess you're for police corruption. <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess that's a trend in like a lot of his movies lately. Has been like, this movie's kind of garbage. So let's push this <laughs> stuff in there. That way, people will be like, I love the message. <laughs> this movie's kind of garbage. <laughs> All right. So the proverbial elephant in the room is immortal. Jason finally confirmed to be supernatural. You mean Michael? That's what I said. No. <laughs> Can I take it again? Let me take it again. Do it. Proverbial fucking, uh, what did I say again? <laughs> the uh, the whole ending that we have finally confirmed that Michael Myers is immortal and supernatural. Which I kind of was always under the impression that was the situation. Mm-hmm. Well, the big issue with it is they spent all of 2018's movie saying he's just a man. He's just a man. He hasn't spent 40 years killing 120 people and being shot dozens of times. It was just that one time 40 years ago, and then he was in jail. He's just an old man. <laughs> and now he's been stabbed in like the neck, and then pulled, that he's fine. <laughs> they shot him three fucking times. They shot Dude. him in the chest. <laughs> pitchforked in the, the back. The guy in the tiger costume. <laughs> Did you see the picture of the lady that brought the iron? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I really, I liked, uh, I liked that Karen, like, first of all, she got him in the back with the pitchfork, and then he goes down, and then she curb stomps him, and he yeah. gets back up. And once Booted he did that, dude, once he did that, I was like, yeah, this motherfucker ain't <laughs> Judy Greer was pretty good in this movie, I thought. Like, compared to the last movie, I feel like she actually improved her performance. Am I the only one feeling that way? Well, she had more to do in this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Most of her really... scenes in the last one are just her over and over again being like, Mom, you're crazy. Mom, yeah, you're crazy. I... Mom, you're crazier in this scene now. Mom, get out of my house. <laughs> I literally yeah. didn't give a crap about the family dynamic in the last one. So, yes, 100% agree, Miles, because her character actually had importance in this one. I do think if your husband was brutally murdered in front of your eyes, you and your daughter would share a bigger emotional moment than dad's gone. Yeah, but he'll always be with us. It's like, this motherfucker <laughs> died 10 minutes ago. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah. So, um, the swarm beating Michael. Uh, first of all, the trap that she said I thought was great. Like, I love the two tr- pickup trucks pulling down and, like, turning on their floodlights. And then just, like, 
the entire group, the entire Slipknot band surrounding him <laughs> <laughs> with different clubs and bats. I, w- and... <laughs> I wish it had been set to death metal. <laughs> right. It would have been awesome. We, are, or we even might need when to he clip gets that. Up. Yeah, when he gets but... up, death metal. That should have been it. Like, <laughs> fucking killing each other and shit. <laughs> That's why it also is confusing because it's like we had that hospital scene where they're like, look, mobs are bad. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see how it is when people take justice into their own hands. Innocent people die. And then 20 minutes later, they're like, we got you now, fucker. The mob worked. (laughs) Now we're all going to beat the living shit out of you and kill your ass. Dude, the sheriff with the Doug Dimmodome hat from Fairly Odd Parents, he was broken. <laughs> that man, his like sense of justice and order and authority was just shattered in this movie. Those so, fucking people were like zombies. <laughs> Even him, his fucking cowboy hat gets knocked to the ground, and it's a slow motion look on his face while he's going... Shaking <laughs> his cheeks around. Uh, what was really crazy was people leading the charge up the stairs were doctors, people who yes. have taken an oath to do no harm. They are like, let's fucking get this psych ward patient. Like, evil dies tonight. Evil dies tonight. Every single person in this movie said that. Like they had fucking t-shirts made. <laughs> hey, there's our merch idea. Evil dies tonight. High on like they, Like they have some sort of like weekly meeting. And that's their <laughs> slogan. Like, that's the neighborhood watches slogan. Evil does. <laughs> I've never spit milk out through my nose, but I just got a little <laughs> twisted tea out there, and it hurts more than I imagined that milk would. <laughs> Woo! All right. The severity to- in, in the how well that line is delivered <laughs> because it is delivered by so many different people. <laughs> <laughs> You have like amazing actors like Jamie Lee Curtis, and then at one point there's just this old lady in the background that's like, "Evil dies tonight." <laughs> Welcome to Haddonfield, Illinois. Evil, Evil dies tonight <laughs> on their town <laughs> population, and it's got like a counter so it can go down. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I liked when Karen stabbed Michael in the back of the spine, and I honestly thought he was done at that point. Because that, but I was like, "Why are you guys not beating this man on the ground?" Like every yeah, single one of them, <laughs> every single one of them should have just mercilessly been beating them, beating him. But I thought alas, they were going to tie his limbs to their fucking bumpers. That would have been gnarly. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that would have been way better way to end the movie than Supernatural, Michael. Are you listening, Universal? You got one film left to make it in. <laughs> Dude, that's the most metal way they could kill him. I was thinking awesome. they'd make him like And then he hamburger. still gets up. <laughs> yeah, he regrows his limbs like Jason. Dude, and like... Uh, oh shit! What were, uh, yeah, I was thinking that they were gonna literally mush him, just beat him into fucking meat, like they did in The Walking Dead when they crushed Glenn's head. <laughs> like oh. that was what I was expecting, because like there is now a precedent in pop culture for squished heads, like Game of Thrones. All of them are <laughs> squishing heads out here, and he didn't really squish <laughs> any, but I thought they were gonna squish his. 
Well, that also Blumhouse, take note on that. That is how you squish a head. Unlike how you had Dr. Zartain be stomped once and his head exploded like a watermelon. Or this man who threw himself out of the fourth floor of a building and his fucking head exploded on impact. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I did think that the gore for that guy killing himself was the one part that redeemed his entire inclu- involvement in the movie. All his like limbs were snapped in half and his face was exploded. <laughs> I feel like he I've seen him in another role before but he was the same character in a different franchise <laughs> he seemed like returns. a character <laughs> yeah, he's in a Batman movie for sure and Batman looks at him and goes you're alright and leaves <laughs> yeah I feel like he was he's probably been on American Horror Story at some point yeah I didn't know where they were going I figured that he maybe in the next one he'd like wake up in the morgue or something. I did not expect him to get up and brutally murder that entire group of people. <laughs> Dude, okay, right. so Josh, you you messaged me about this right after you had seen it. The final scene there, had they shot that where you could see him dispatching everyone yeah. from a wide-angle shot instead of whatever the hell they were doing? Like, I did not like the camera work. That's one no. complaint I had mm-hmm. there. Yeah. They did that so that they could get, like, the blood splatter effect when he, like, slashed people. They could have so cut they just that, did it though. in a room with bright lights and a black background yeah. to make it look like headlights instead of just basically doing the exact opposite of the last scene. You just didn't have Michael do to everybody what they did to him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, John Wick equals Baba Yaga equals Boogeyman equals Michael Myers. Confirmed. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm waiting for him to start using guns. I wanted to see him take that shotgun <laughs> and just be like, "Wham, bitch!" <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's basically using them now. He's kicking them back into people's faces, <laughs> <laughs> which is arguably much cooler. Yeah. But um, uh, we can't end without talking about the return of Doctor Loomis because that was fucking amazing. That <laughs> and was I couldn't really believe cool. it. And that's not CGI. Yeah, isn't it like old footage that they just like didn't release or something? No, they just had a guy that was like a carpenter on set and they were like if we just like did this and gave you his goatee, you'd look just like him. And they did. Like that's just a dude Whoa. in prosthetics. Yeah. That's that's awesome. why I, I had the, no idea. He did the voice too. The voice is the voice is a little hit and miss, but he looks I thought it was. I thought it was like fucking Grandmouth Tarkin and fucking Rogue One. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, one last thing that we have to mention, the ending, obviously. So Karen sees little Michael in his Halloween costume as a child up in the window. So she decides to go up. And lo and behold, after he slaughters that entire lynch mob, he fucking destroys Karen. Somehow gets in the back door, I guess. Well, there's still police officers. <laughs> well, I, yeah. I don't know. I mean, at this point, uh, my suspension of disbelief on what he can and can't do is gone because he's a supernatural force. Like, is he just going to be in the wild at the beginning of the next one, or did the cops go upstairs and fucking arrest his ass? Like, is he going to be in jail again? Here's what's going to happen at the beginning of the next one. Okay, so he's going to come out of the house, and all the cops are going to be like, oh, shit, and they're going to shoot him (laughs) and literally blow his head off and then it's going to be a remake of Season of the Witch. 
Well, Jason I mean, Blum said in interviews, like the those sh- silver shamrock masks have like the coin in them and stuff. Like he's he's not denied that like like people are worried that they're gonna try to link that in and be like, oh, that's why Michael's psycho because he of the masks or whatever. And it's like you better not do that shit. That's nobody wants that. <laughs> I mean, I I want to see Mike. So the next one takes place apparently four years after the events of Halloween ends. So I think maybe what you're saying about him getting locked back up is likely. Well, they're also they're they're incorporating like COVID is going to have existed in the Halloween franchise instead of just like it. This we just watched this man get stabbed in the back of the neck and pull the knife out and st- kill 18 people. <laughs> like it doesn't need to be in reality. <laughs> like, I was going to say, is he going to catch COVID? Like, why like, the fuck would they include that? <laughs> yeah. Movies, th- like, that's why ever, like, that's why it's going to be set times later. Like, oh, they've all just been in, like, lock, like lockdown in their houses. Mm. It's like, what the? This woman doesn't even have a home to go to. <laughs> Fucking house burnt down. <laughs> like, but it's like, our movie companies, we don't want this shit. We go to the movies to escape reality. We the, our life suck enough because of COVID. We don't want it in our fucking movies and TV shows and shit. I like the shows that just acknowledge it happened, but then move on and everybody's back to normal. Like I, I hate mm-hmm. when it's like now all of a sudden everybody's like wearing masks in public all the time and shit. It's like, can we please like Josh just said, can we be free, free us from this hell? yeah so i mean i like i think it's possible that they quote unquote kill him at the beginning of the next one i think it's also possible that god i hope they don't take a covid aspect and they're like everyone's been in lockdown for three years and this is the fourth year that's gonna be the tagline we all wear masks (laughs) oh my god oh my god Here's what I'm thinking now. Okay, so he comes out of the house and they arrest him. He can't get away. He's in the the ward. But because of COVID, they let a lot of prisoners out in real life. Like, that really happened. So, like, the law states they have to let Michael Myers go. (laughs) COVID is the real villain. I wonder if they'll recycle elements because there was a... After Rob Zombie's second Halloween, they were going to make a Halloween just kind of set in no time like you wouldn't know if it was in rob zombies or if it was in wherever where he, michael's on death row and then during his execution like it goes wrong and he gets out and just starts fucking killing everyone in a prison i'm wondering if they'll go that way <laughs> that sounds cool like i'm that I'm here is that. the plot of the movie shocker like almost yes, exactly. but michael's not jumping in and out of televisions <laughs> you don't know that movie hasn't been made yet Uh, yeah so i i'm interested to see the next installment i will definitely i'm looking forward to watching all three consecutively to see kind of how it ties together i have heard some people call this the last jedi of halloween (laughs) no it's not that bad yeah yeah no I i would disagree with that well i will say though that it has that same divisive effect i mean i don't think i in memory have ever seen this many people angry about a horror film that in my opinion was completely fine. Like it had some dumb parts. It wasn't the best movie ever, but it was a really fun watch. And it's one that I will actually go back and rewatch. Like 
it's pretty unlikely that I'm going to go back and rewatch 18 because it's just not that fun. Like there's a lot of family shit going on. There's a like the the value brand Loomis plot twist I thought was just stupid. <laughs> you know, like um and in this like I said, you can just fast forward through the hospital scene and the movie is significantly better. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know a dude who has a Michael Myers tattoo who messaged me just basically to say, I hated this movie. This is my least favorite movie. I was like, movie in general? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. Like, this is definitely <laughs> not the worst movie ever made. Like, just because your tattoo means less to you now doesn't make this a bad movie. <laughs> I saw Dude. somebody's rankings online today, and they said H2O was the best one, like, over the original. <laughs> and I was like, I don't hate H2O, but... Jesus Christ! That's that's nowhere near the I best. like H2O, and that guy's on some other shit. <laughs> the only thing I'll give like 18 over H2O, which I like, I st- I think I like watching H2O better than 18. But I think 20 the 2018 Halloween will age a lot better than H2O. That's part. That's yeah. a lot of the big issues with H2O is that it is the like product of its times it's stuck in the night like it doesn't age very gracefully <laughs> that was actually the first one i saw in the franchise was h2o i did oh, not really? get all the references to think like isn't aaron paul in that one doesn't he get the skates to the face in the beginning or is that a different one that's joseph gordon levitt oh aaron, okay paul. i feel josh like josh hartnett's in, in that somewhere. one though yeah josh hartnett's in there yeah okay so, like, overall, though, I think that the one thing I will give a commendation for on 18 and Kills is I do like how they've, like, they're referencing a lot of the original film and they're pulling material from some of the older movies and then, like, kind of updating it and including it in this new, you know, timeline. They did show uh, when they introduced Sheriff Brackett and they did his little, like, flashback sequence, the old footage they used was from Halloween 2 which no longer exists in this timeline. Because <laughs> they showed him, like, seeing that his daughter was dead, like, pulling the, the sheet off of her corpse and stuff, like, while they're wheeling her out. And that's at the beginning of Halloween, too. That's not in Halloween. <laughs> so this yeah. movie, I feel like, is more about the production of the movie than it is actually to entertain us like he's making all these callbacks to old ones he's bringing old actors in and hanging out like it's the 80s again and i just feel like it's it's more about them having a good time than it is for the audience but it translates in a good way does that make sense it does but i i just i had so much fun with all the kills in this movie like there was a wide variety of weapons a wide variety of ways he killed people you know, like I, I've seen some complaints where it's like they introduced all these characters that I liked and then killed them. And it's like, yeah, you need to go ahead and like reevaluate how you watch horror movies. <laughs> yeah, this is a horror movie. <laughs> Everyone is fair game. I mean, he kills a kid in the first one. He murders the kid with the pumpkin mask in the second. Yeah. I was just really invested in the love where they're sitting in the back of the car on Lover's Lane. I thought it was going to go a different direction. Instead, <laughs> they got stabbed over and over. Like, I, I just, I really can't wrap my head around some of these complaints. Like, it's it's honestly sending me to go on Twitter and read, like, responses about this. Like, y'all, y'all motherfuckers need Jesus or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, hospital scene, bad. Rest of yeah. the movie, not bad. 
Yeah, I'm thinking I legit. I have the. I have the technology. I might. I might edit this movie and just take all that out <laughs> and see how it works. Probably really well. And make the big John little John scene longer. <laughs> just double it. <laughs> <laughs> Holy when shit! They the little, when they scared the kids, I loved it. I knew it was real silly hokey pokey, but man, that was such a cool like. We're good with kids too. See. Both sets of those kids, the ones that were in the scene that you were talking about and the ones from 1978 flashback that were teasing Lonnie, both sets of those kids were fucking monsters. (laughs) (laughs) They got that right. They broke into Big John and Little John's house and stole all their candy. Like, what the fuck? And then they bragged about it. If I was in my front lawn and some stranger came running out of my front door... They'd be getting fucking clothesline. I don't give a fuck if yeah. they're a kid. That's breaking and entering, motherfucker. <laughs> and then the one with, that was teasing Lonnie looked like a fucking monster. I was like, that looks like a 35-year-old fucking woman dressed up like a child. <laughs> it's like the movie Orphan. She was 51. <laughs> one last little thing I'll throw out there. Um, Jim Cummings, who was the partner that got shot in the neck in the flashback, I didn't realize this, but he was he wrote, directed, and starred in that movie, The Wolf of Snow Hollow, which, Miles, we'll have to check that one out. I know you love some uh, some werewolf movies. Yeah, I've never even heard of that one. I'm in. It's supposed to be pretty good. I, I haven't seen it, but um, I've heard yeah, good I, I heard every I heard a lot of other podcasts keep mentioning Jim Cummings' name, and I'm like, am I supposed to know who this is? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's like literally the only movie that I see on his <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't know who the fuck this guy is. Thunder Road. I don't know if you guys have heard of that one, but I have not. No. <laughs> so how many Big John Little Johns does this movie get? I'll, I'll give it four Big John Little Johns. I also would give it four Big John Little Johns. I really enjoyed this one. That's three for four. Me too. Yeah. Okay, There, there you go. Like... I mean, we've seen a lot of the Halloween movies, and all three of us enjoyed it for what it was. Like, I don't. Again, I just can't. I can't understand why there's such a visceral reaction to this. Like, I want an. I want someone to write a fan fiction of what they wanted this movie to be. Like, I want to. I want to hear your. Uh, what are your thoughts, listeners? Tell us. Tell us why. Th- how this movie could have been the bomb outside of deleting the 15 minute hospital scene. Like, what would you have done differently? I, I'm genuinely curious. Yeah, I mean, we're in a franchise that has had fucking cults, fucking <laughs> druids, <laughs> like, like shit, mi- magical elements stolen from Stonehenge. <laughs> like, this <laughs> fucking, like, this is not that big of a deal. <laughs> One more theory on how the next movie's going to go. So he's going to come out of the house He's going to kill all the cops and he's going to just go on a killing spree and he's going to end up in New Jersey at fucking <laughs> Crystal Lake. And he's going to fight Jason. It, actually, it's going to be all about him getting to Jason and then it's going to build us up to the next one. Michael versus Jason. The <laughs> final Friday. I would love to Again. see that. Again. And on Halloween. Tag- the tagline would say, this time Friday the 13th falls on Halloween, which isn't even fucking possible. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 13 backwards is 31. 
Sometimes that we both actually, wear masks. <laughs> Friday the 31, 31st. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that actually would be super dope. Like, have the 13 in the commercials and it's red and they just, like, switch sides Whoosh. and turn white or some shit. That would be cool. See? We're making it. Universal, hire us. Yeah. After Halloween ends, when this bad boy gets rebooted in four years, <laughs> you, you know who to call. <laughs> Okay, so I think that's all the conversation we have about Halloween Kills. Go check it out. Go see for yourself. It's streaming on Peacock as well as in theaters. I would recommend theaters. It's, it's I'd say worth the ticket. But uh, let's let's give some plugs on our other shows that we do. We did a good job this time. We didn't say I'm Chris from the Geek Peak, and this is Miles <laughs> from the Disc Dump and Toast of the Realms, and this is Josh from Four Nerds by Nerds. But here's that part. Check out the Geek Peak Podcast, which <laughs> I am one of the three hosts, uh, at Geek Peak Pod on Twitter and Instagram, and we're available on all your favorite podcasting platforms. Come check it out. I think you'll enjoy it if you don't mind my voice and me laughing stupidly. <laughs> I like your show. I think your show is super fun. Um, and you guys do live streams sometimes, which is pretty dope. Um, my, so, my dude Miles just copped a bath mat, a Geek Peak bath mat, and threw down the gauntlet, so I had to buy one too. Yep, I've <laughs> definitely made better choices, but I'm not upset. <laughs> um, okay, so my shows are the Distump Podcast, which is a lot more like this than my other one is. So the Distump Podcast, we are trying to figure out if I want to keep my DVDs and CDs and video games, or if I want to get rid of them because everything is available digitally. So, like, what is worth keeping a hard copy of? And both of these boys are on more episodes than anybody, and that's how we got to where we are now. Mm-hmm. Um, and my other one is called Toast of the Realms. And it is a podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons. And uh, who knows how many more episodes of that's going to come out. So it'll be oodles of fun. <laughs> Josh, what are your show? Show? Uh, what are your show? <laughs> my, my show are the Four Nerds, Four Nerds podcast. Uh, our, the show is pretty much like this. We do a lot of movie commentaries, though. But it's just kind of the same shit like this. And we watch the movie at the same time. Um, but we also do like Jeopardy episodes and stuff. And it's really fun. And these boys have been on quite a bit. Um, follow us, FMBN Podcast on Twitter. And FMBN, the number four and the letter U on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And you can find this show on Instagram and Twitter at H on H Pod. Go, uh, go do that. We can always use more followers. We're... Still climbing the ranks. We want to be. We want this show to be as big as our other shows are to us. <laughs> yeah, sure. I think this one's going to get way bigger. So everybody, uh, remember, life is tough. So why not get high on horror? <laughs> <laughs> and tune in next week for <laughs> Child's Play. <laughs> I did my best. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're going to be recording an episode about the original Child's Play, so come through. It'll be fun. I think we have one more thing to say, guys. We do? Oh, fuck. Evil dies tonight. (laughs) Evil Evil dies dies tonight. (laughs) Evil dies tonight. Evil dies tonight. There we go.
And now a very special song from our very own Miles Trout. Someday love will find you Break those chains that bind you One night will remind you How we touched and went our separate ways If he ever hurts you True love won't desert you You know I still love you Though we touched and went our separate ways 